Proverbs says, plan carefully and you'll have plenty. But if you act too quickly, you'll never have enough. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. And I don't know about you, or maybe it is just me, but does it seem like that there's just never enough money? Do you feel like you're just out there trying to make a living, but the pressure to take care of everything from health care to taxes, which is coming up, is just overwhelming? Anybody feel like that? Well, I want to tell you that the pressure that you're feeling is so common that just about all of us can relate to it. In fact, speaking of taxes, it reminds me of a story about a businessman who's on his deathbed. He calls his, his best friend over and says, I want you to promise me that when I die, you will have my remains cremated. Okay, says his friend, and, but what do you want me to do with your ashes? And the businessman says, just put them in an envelope and mail them to the IRS. <laughs> and write on the envelope, now you have everything. <laughs> well, it's true. Too many of us are so used to living in this constant financial pressure cooker to the point where at times there's a feeling of hopelessness that we'll never know an easier time. Well, God knows I don't have the secret working out all your financial issues this morning, but I do know that while God uses money to test us and to see how spiritually mature we are, He doesn't want us to be drowning financially, and He's given us several very useful bits of wisdom through His Word to relieve this pressure and stabilize our finances. It's very simple. The first thing that we need to do is understand that what our real financial situation is. And to do that, we have to be w willing to apply some math to it. We can't get it under control until we resolve our current status. The Word says, know the state of your flocks and herds. Now, back then when they wrote this, everybody was a farmer or a rancher. Okay, but I relate to this because... We have two dogs who cost almost as much to raise as our kids did. I mean, that's our flock. Okay, but once we understand our current situation, then the next thing we have to do is to plan our spending. And this is easier said than done. But you have to realize that because financial freedom is rarely based on income, but it's based on what we spend. And if we have bad spending habits, then it doesn't matter how much we make. Proverbs says, plan carefully and you'll have plenty. But if you act too quickly, you'll never have enough. Now to do this, we have to identify our spending weaknesses. Now this is going to hit home. Because most of us have them. 
And those are the things that you really don't have to have, but you go ahead and buy them anyway. We just have to remember that old saying, the most important things in life are not things. My wife, God love her, she'll tell you that impulse shopping is a weakness of hers. And I often accuse her of graduating from the University of Nordstrom's because of all the hours that she's logged in there. But until we put a number on what we spend and stick to it, we just won't make any progress. But the third thing that will do the most to stabilize your finances, believe it or not, is to simply tithe. God said in Malachi to test me in this, and I'll open up the windows of heaven for you and pour out all the blessings that you need. You see, when our finances are out of control, it's a symptom of an out-of-control life. And when we tithe, we demonstrate that we have some control. When we tithe, we make a powerful statement that's meaningful to God and meaningful to ourselves. We make a statement of gratitude for everything that God's given us. We make a statement of priority that God is first with our finances. And we make a statement of faith in his promise that he's going to take care of us in the future. You know, we can't expect the Lord to continue to bless us if we aren't practicing some stewardship and some control over our finances. And as surely as I'm talking to you this morning, I'm talking to myself. And I'm asking God to forgive me for some of the unwise and careless decisions that I've made. And I ask him to help me go forward using the wisdom of the word. And I'm believing, and I'm believing in his promise for an abundant life. How can you be the person God designed you to be? Stay right there to learn how to develop the gifts that God has blessed you with. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Uh, I got to ask you, speaking of the snow we had the other day, who out there had the faith to actually pray for a white Christmas here in Fort Worth, Texas? I'm looking for you because when I need prayer, you're the one I'm going to that took some faith. It really worked. I mean, this year is about over. It was a good year. It was a bad year. It was an eventful year. Thank God we made it through it. But in just a few days, this year is done. I'm going to challenge you in the next two minutes that you take your God-given gifts and you use them and expand them like never before. Because, you see, God has given all of us special gifts and talents. He made each of us in a certain way so that when we live for Him, these natural gifts we have can be used to do great things for the kingdom of God. Did you know that you had a gift? If you didn't, I'm telling you, you have a gift. And God wants you to use it. That's him calling right now. 
<laughs> He's wanting to tell me to be careful. He wants you to use it. The word says, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us exercise them accordingly. The Apostle Paul encouraged young Timothy by telling him, Timothy, do not neglect your gift. So many of you know already, without a doubt, what your gift or talent is. And you're either using it or you're not. And some of you are serving the Lord, but you just never focused on what your gifts are. And if that's you, you need only to reflect on the qualities that you have that come easy and natural for you to help you expose your potential gifts. And then you just have to ask the Lord to reveal these gifts to you so that you can use them for His glory. So that's the first thing. You need to know what your gifts are. And you need to understand that God wants you to use them. That's why He gave them to you. And if you've just been sitting on your gifts, you need to know that they may be rusty. And you'll have to dust them off. But when you get your heart in the right place, they will return. And they will be effective because they are your God-given gifts. And then I want to challenge you to use every resource available to you today to expand your gift. You know, in the age of the New Testament, when the things about these gifts were being written, how many ways did they even have to communicate with each other? If they were with people, they could talk to them. Or they could write stuff down and roll it up on some parchment and send it by a messenger or camel or donkey or boat or something like that. But that was about it. But today, whatever your gift is, you have infinite reach in ways to share it. At the push of a button, you can text and email or call practically anyone in the world. Social networks have opened up a world of opportunity to share that didn't even exist a few years ago. There's virtually no barrier for you to expose your gifts and talents. Any one of us could easily reach more people than the Apostle Paul did in his lifetime with the communication tools that we have today. So the question I believe that it's fair to ask God each and every time, each and every year at this time, is, Lord, what do you want me to do now? What next, Lord? But really, before we ask that question, the more important question is, Lord, how can I be the person you designed me to be? Lord, am I allowing you to do a work in me that includes developing the gifts that you have blessed me with? Can you imagine how much power and potential is lying dormant because of unused God-given gifts? I mean, what would happen if all the people just here in our church were to put their God-given gifts to use? Are you a teacher? A preacher? An evangelist? A missionary? A cook? A financial advisor? A janitor? A prayer warrior? An encourager? A musician, a driver, a giver, a counselor, a friend. There's something in you that God will raise up and empower you to serve Him in ways that you can't even imagine. What's holding you back? What held you back 
God wants to reveal himself to you and grow his kingdom by using you and the gifts that he's given you. So as this year comes to a close, flat, fast, my challenge to you as well as my prayer for you is that you find your purpose and you discover the joy of using your God-given gifts to the fullest for the glory of his name. Is anybody listening to me this morning? I'm glad because I didn't even know if I should be telling you that this morning. But I see so much, so much great people in potential. What is in the center of your life today? Stay with Bobby to learn a few steps to keep things balanced with Christ at the center of your life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Well, all right. You know, I don't know if you saw this on the news today, but uh, the largest, they're planning on the largest gathering of atheists in history uh, coming together in Washington, D.C. today. Did you know that? The only problem is it's raining in Washington, D.C. this morning. But if there's no God, I guess there's nothing they can pray about. Anyway, they're only expecting about 10% of what they thought. That's too bad. Talk about what's in the center of your life. What's really in the center of your life today? And, you know, I don't know about you, but I love Oreo cookies. I heard they're 100 years old now. But if you take the vanilla cream out of the middle of the cookie, it's just not the same. And uh, I've even heard that there are some people who actually take the vanilla cream out and eat it first. Now, anybody like that? Wait a minute. You know that's wrong. And all I have to say to you if you're doing that, stop it. (laughs) To me, it's just not an Oreo cookie without the cream in the middle. You see, there are some things that are meant to be in order for our lives to make sense and have purpose. And now I'm not talking about Oreo cookies. I'm talking about one of the most basic, easy-to-understand principles in life. And that's about keeping the right thing in the center of our life. 
The principle that I'm talking about hits us right between the eyes every day. When the sun is dead center in the sky, it's, it's noon, it's midday. When a football team lines up, they look for the center and they line up based on where he goes. The volleyball net's in the middle of the court. The pitcher's mound is in dead center in the infield. A basketball game starts at midcourt. And speaking of basketball, the Dallas Mavericks, who won the world championship last year, if you may have noticed, they're struggling some this year. They're going to have a hard time repeating as champions. And do you know why? Because they lost their center to another team. It's the center that made the difference. The center is crucial in every walk of life, in science, in math, philosophy. The fact is, we all understand the importance of the center of things. So you have to wonder, why is it so hard for us to grasp how important it is to keep Jesus Christ right in the center of our life? You know, we all know what it's like when Christ isn't firmly planted in the center of our life. Because that's when we make bad choices. That's when we have wrong motives. It's when our life gets out of whack. But guess what? It wasn't Jesus who walked away from the sinner. It was us. The word says the Lord sticketh closer than a brother. I have brothers. We're pretty close. The word says the Lord sticks closer. He sticks with us, period. Imagine for a second that Jesus is right here, right here in front of me. And whenever he's here, when we keep him right here, he's the same every day. He's, he's our truth. As long as we can keep him in the center, we can operate according to his purpose in our life. And you have to know something. When he's here, he would never walk away from us. Never. But when we step out and away from him, we lose our way. We live an unbalanced and unhealthy life. He's trying to stick close, but we are actually pushing him away. But here's the great thing about the Lord. When we get away from him, it's all us. But the moment we cry for help, the moment we take that first step toward him, he's only as far as he can reach. No matter how far we run, he's only that one step away from us. That's the grace of God in our life. You see, when we get away from the Lord, we're the ones who moved away. So sometimes we have to remind ourselves of the things that we have to do to keep Christ where he belongs in our life because the word says, draw close to God and God will draw close to you. First thing we need to do as Christians to be Christ-centered is we have to be honest with God. God doesn't expect us to be perfect, but he insists on honesty. None of the great men and women of the Bible were perfect. In fact, they were anything but. They complained, they questioned God, they argued with him, but they were always honest. And the next important thing we have to do is communicate with God. And we do that through prayer, but the Lord desires a relationship with us, and all good relationships involve conversations between two parties. You see, knowing and loving God is our greatest privilege, and being known and loved is God's greatest pleasure. So to know Him is to talk to Him. 
and to share your thoughts, your problems, your desires. We're taught to pray and then say amen. As if to say, I'm going to stop talking to you now, God. We think it means we're supposed to hang up on God. Amen should only be words of affirming his words and his truth. Our conversation with God should never stop. It should be an ongoing dialogue without an amen. And finally, to keep Christ in the center, we need to stand on what he stands for. If you're ever confused or fearful or discouraged about something, just go to the word and find out where Christ stands on this subject. You know, he had a lot to say about everything that you're dealing with today. Relationships, integrity, money, forgiveness. Christ not only takes a stand on these issues, but when you go to the word, Christ always reveals himself through the wisdom and the power of his word. No, Jesus was the only perfectly balanced person who ever walked the earth. And that's because he was in the Father and the Father was in him. And the only way that we'll ever have balance in our life is when we keep the Lord in the middle of it. He's not going to leave us. But we have to be honest with him. We have to communicate with him. And we have to stand on the same truth that he does. And when we do that, we'll not only have Christ in the center where he belongs, but we can be like the Apostle Paul when he said, this, this is the passion of God inside of me. And you know what else Paul said? He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Will you say that with me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.